If you've ever noticed with like crypto scams, NFTs, scams, um, homeopathy, multi-level marketing schemes, just pyramid schemes in general, they will always try and bring out sort of like figureheads of the lower levels of the system to say, hey, these guys succeeded, you can succeed too. This person was able to buy a new car. You should sign up, get it on the ground floor. One day you too can get to the higher levels, right? You'll see on their websites like, oh, these are the testimonials for the people that the system has worked for. It's good marketing, right? When the system is entirely corrupt and ultimately works just to feed the wealth and power of the people at the top, you still want to, on occasion, point out when lower level people do well. Even if the system itself will ultimately lead to nothing but negative circumstances for the collective bottom, there will always be some who are doing better than others. And these are the people you wanna highlight and ignore those who aren't doing particularly well. It's kind of like if you were trying to showcase how slot machines are really good. And so you'd see a person put in $5, win a jackpot, get 10 grand, and be like, oh, it's amazing, got 10 grand. They go, see, you could win a lot of money playing slots too, let's go. But obviously in every corrupt, terrible system, there will always be some people who are temporarily better off, even if the system as a totality run over a long, a long enough period, we'll see them lose as well. It's why we judge systems uh, for their total effects, not for their individual effect on any particular individual. You need to defend the entire system and the, the outcomes of the entire system, the logic of it, as opposed to just propping up individual figureheads. Obviously, the business model that Hassan has, that reactors have, is of course, grossly unethical. So you have to bring forth those uh, dishonest sort of advertising marketing techniques. And that's what we see here from this person, Ostanox. Ostanox, again, Hassan's editor, while he himself not living in a mansion, driving a Porsche like Hassan, obviously his meal ticket is largely paid for by all the unpaid interns working the hardest, working for themselves, and Hassan ripping them off. I'm against streamers uploading reacts of others' full videos to YouTube, but there's a separate argument that streamers watching videos helps the original creator. So to be again, to be clear, Hassan personally on his main channel currently has reactions to entire videos. He does. They're older videos, he doesn't do it anymore, but obviously over the course of his entire career, he's done that many times personally on his main channel. He also, as I show in my video, inspires and advocates for people to upload him uh, reacting to other people's videos. If he accepts that these videos cause harm on YouTube, then he is accepting that Hassan Piker personally has inspired that harm. To say that Hassan hasn't uploaded these videos is kind of like saying, like if the American government wanted to kill some people, but didn't want the American army to do it. So they like, I know, just give uh, a bunch of weapons to some people that they know will kill those people. And then they do. As I backing up, I was like, whoa, whoa we, we didn't kill them. Sure, we said we wanted them dead and we gave them the sources to do so, but that doesn't mean we're responsible. Hassan is like, hey, I, I want people to re-upload this stuff. I'm cool with it. They're my clip industrial complex. They're part of my business. He, here is the footage to do these things. And then they do it for years, hundreds of them. Obviously he is responsible. He could stop it. He could say he's not, he doesn't want to do it. He could stop giving them the resources to achieve these ends, but he doesn't because it's a part of his business and it's how he's grown for so many years. But as we continue, so we can see here, this is from Alex Novell. 3.5k views over uh, over seven days. Um, I tricked the Daily Wire into hiring a leftist. And this is Sam watching it with his dog in the corner for some reason. Alex Novell posted a video titled, I tricked the Daily Wire into hiring a leftist on April 19th. So this channel currently has uh, 18,000 subscribers. I guess he's been uploading, well, trying to get somewhere for about a year. Over the last three months, he's uploaded three videos. One that Hassan reacted to, a copy of Hassan's reaction, which got a fraction of the views, and a new video that he released a month ago, they got 52,000 views. So this man off this channel making, well, not even minimum wage, like like pennies. He could buy himself 
uh, bucket of chicken, you know. And this is Austin Knox's success story. The person that son is uplifted from poverty with his magnanimity. After seven days, it had 3,467 views. His channel had 1,900 subscribers. I saw the video, tweeted about it, and then Hassan watched it on his stream. And so this is just that and the uh, tweet. It's interesting that he doesn't talk about the potential for the tweet itself to have inspired growth in this video, because it did get, you know, uh, 100,000 impressions. But as you see throughout this, uh, Austin Knox will just assume any benefits from anywhere in the entire world could be attributed to Hassan, even in ways that is obviously not possible. But we continue. Hassan watched the video in full with 27,000 viewers and then linked it in his chat. The current discourse is that doing this steals views from the video creator. That is not the current discourse. At least it's not the discourse that I'm fostering. Is that Hassan's enterprise as a, in its totality steals from everyone. As the analogy goes, Hassan steals $1 from a thousand people and then gives five bucks to Alex Novell. But the next time Hassan reacts to a person, he doesn't give five bucks to Alex Novell. He just takes a dollar from Alex. And the next time, and the next time, and the next time, and the next time. And Alex never benefits again from Hassan robbing the market of wealth. He only loses. It's a system where Hassan is the only person who benefits in totality. But in the short term, getting that $5 is something. And if you ignore literally everything else about the system, that can seem good. Especially if you don't understand the complexities of the system. So he says, after showing the video to 27,000 people, let's now look at the video analytics. The day Hassan watched and linked Alex's video in his chat, it gained 5,946 views, more than all its views since publishing. To be clear, this is the amount of views from Hassan's reaction and the tweet, but he's just assuming that all these views came from Hassan. The reason why this is unlikely is because that would represent a click-through rate of what, like 20%. More? Yeah, something like 20 to 25%, which is an insane level of click-through rate. I personally have looked at the analytics of at least a dozen different instances of reactions, and it's it's never been that high. It's important to remember that on Twitch, a lot of people are AFK away from their computer or just listening to a stream as background noise. Not all 27,000 are actively engaged in a stream at any given one time. In fact, on average, only 20% of those who watch a stream actually chat at all. I've seen Hassan reactions and the result of them, and they've never been that high. This is either these are manipulated statistics by the tweet that Austin Knox himself did, or this is a very, very peculiar particular case where there's a much greater overlap between the potential audience for this video and Hassan's normal type of content, as opposed to the general entertainment content that he will often also react to. Again, as I say, it's a pyramid scheme where they're picking one particular person who's doing very well to highlight and ignoring everyone else who doesn't benefit from the system. It's just dishonesty. There's no argument to say why this should be typical, why this will happen to everyone, because obviously it doesn't. And as we go on, obviously, if Hassan had 6,000 viewers leave his stream every time he did a reaction, he'd have no viewers, right? He'd just see an immediate drop, boof, into the ground. But it doesn't happen. His, his viewership does not decline at all as he reacts. Again, because he's not giving up anything. He's not giving up viewership. In the week after that, YouTube began heavily promoting the video in the algorithm where it gained 100,534 views in seven days. Alex gained 5,100 subscribers. Again, the problem with this is that we have to assume that all of this was just because of Hassan. You'd have more cases of this. Obviously, these views are not coming from Hassan. If Hassan didn't do this, all those 100,000 viewers who've come to YouTube for content would still be on the platform. They'd just be watching other things. The impressions that they were given from Alex's video, again, assuming that the only reason they got those impressions was because of Hassan, there was no improvement for everyone as a whole. All that happened was 100,000 viewers, rather than being watching other content creators in the marketplace, were given impressions of Alex instead. So there's no gain there. 
There's no additional exposure being given. It's just Alex in particular is doing better. So the market as a whole is perfectly neutral. There is no benefit here. Frank lost the dollar, Jessica lost the dollar, Jack lost the dollar, and Alex has gained all that as a collective. The one person though who did gain a lot is Hassan, because otherwise he wouldn't be live with 27,000 viewers. It's kind of like if I took 10 bucks from everyone's paycheck at a, a, place of work, a place of business where I was the boss and I gave it all to Jessica and said, hey, this is a win for you all. It's not, it's the illusion of it. Alex's video, which was sitting at 3,400 views before, now has 180,000 views after seeing a boost from one streamer watching and linking his video. To be clear, this video has a spike and then a flat line and another spike way later, showing that the algorithm can obviously promote the video in its own time. And that second boost came 90 days later. There is no direct evidence that this boost came from Hassan rather than just coincidentally coming from the algorithm. But even if it did, as I explained, it is not a boon to the market for Hassan to be the kingmaker. As I'm gonna get into later in my response. Actually, all of Alex Novella's videos saw a small boost the day Hassan watched it, meaning that YouTube began promoting his entire channel or that viewers from Hassan went on to watch his other videos too. What would this even be like? hundred views here, maybe like a hundred there. 100. This, this, this is a big stretch, but fine. Okay. Hassan should not have uploaded his reaction to Alex's entire video on his own channel. So it's a good thing he didn't. No, he inspired other people to upload that themselves. Gave them full permission, called it his content. And of course you can find it on YouTube even now. Hassan doing nothing about it. Full being aware of something, and Austinox as well. Fully being aware that there's something there that they personally Apparently, according to Austinox, think is bad, but they do nothing to stop it. They have every power to stop it, but don't. A few fan clip channels did too, linking back to Alex's original video, boosting it even further. But oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I thought you said it's wrong to upload these videos. If, you, if Austinox believes that uploading a reaction to a video and linking back to the original is a good thing, why doesn't Hassan do it? Seriously, why don't we all, why, why don't we all just upload every single video on YouTube through Hassan's channel? Why, why even have the algorithm? We can just have all the videos on Hassan's channel and then all of us can gain exposure and views through Hassan. We can just have the algorithm promote just Hassan and then think of how much exposure and views will come specifically through Hassan. The benevolence. But obviously, for anyone who understands these systems, having Hassan, his face on a video, be the middleman for exposure natively given by the platform does nothing but reduce the overall exposure that everyone receives. Because again, Alex is not going to be receiving any benefit from the next thousand reactions that Hassan does. He's only going to lose viewership as they continue to upload reactions. Alex Novell does not benefit from competing with content curation platforms. Competing with people hammering out half a dozen videos a day, keeping themselves permanently live on Twitch. He does not benefit the rich, the, the more Hassan controls the limited market for online digital media. Also Knox believing that in this trickle down effect of social media is nonsense. In any other world where Hassan didn't exist, Ostinox, if he is on my side of politics, to any degree, would be wholly against this. But because it's his paycheck and his friend, morals go out the window. Poli his, his positions, his ethics go out the window. Money's involved. Fuck it. Let's scam people. What XQC is doing, uploading full reacts to others' work on his own channel, then telling them to use legal recourse to get their revenue, is completely wrong and abusive. But his argument that streamers watching and linking videos on Twitch helps creators is supported here. In the same way that uh, watching a person put $5 in a slot machine and win 10 grand is supportive of slot machines being a great system of wealth generation and redistribution. It's not. This isn't a comment on whether reacting is transformative. Why not comment? 
Because your comment would have to be, it's obviously not. Legally speaking, and just how the word is defined. You've seen the entire thing unaltered, unchanged on Hassan's stream. But anyway, and no streamer should act entitled to watch YouTube videos on their streams if creators tell them not to. Hassan has literally said, if you don't receive a significant long-term benefit from my business model, just work harder. And if you don't want me to watch your videos, hide them better, unlist them, private them. I've never heard of a person unironically say that if you didn't want me to steal your stuff, you'd hide it better. No, they made the choice. The choice is like, I want this video to be seen by as many people as possible. Because if they don't, if they don't want the video to be seen by as many people as Everyone possible, the some things that they can do, unlisted link, just for your friends, no privating the video. Okay, these are the choices you can make. I mean, you, what do you say, go on and say, you could DMCA the videos, but that'd be stupid to do. And then there's a clip of him saying that he will DMCA any of the people who upload his content that he does not like. But as far as like your content being fucking seen by other people, I guess you could DMCA them, but that would be really fucking stupid to do. Don't make me DMCA your bitch asses. Motherfuckers are literally posting my YouTube videos uh, from my fucking Twitch stealing this shit because I allow them to so they can make money off of it just to make me look fucking bad or shit on me? What the fuck is this? Send me all the videos, okay? Send me all the fucking videos of the Hasanabi uh, Clips Industrial Complex uh, uh, talking shit and I will fucking destroy them. I will purge them. In short, React Stream is arguing that watching videos and linking back to them helps the original creator by sending a new audience is clearly reflected here. A larger channel like Limino doesn't need a streamer's boost for a video to do well, but it would likely still help. Absolutely. So what we should do is Limino just not upload the video to his channel. Upload it to Hassan's channel. Then think of all the viewers who can come from that video to Limino's channel. Like obviously, if we just redirect all the viewers to other platforms and then have them go somewhere else, that's just a boon to everyone, right? Obviously not. Hassan's ability to increase his market share to pull viewers away from other creators to himself for longer benefits only Hassan because all those viewers would still exist in the market watching other things. They would still have interests, demand for entertainment and would be on their own watching other stuff. Reducing the amount of time people spend elsewhere in the market supporting content by instead them having them watch Hassan, watch videos, does not benefit other people as a totality. Again, in the same way you can take a dollar from a thousand people and give five dollars to someone and that person can be five dollars richer, that is still a terrible, terrible system. So I respond to all of Ostanox's um, post. As is generally the case, people who defend the exploitation of React content lie to defend it. If Hassan wasn't keeping himself live watching YouTube videos, those 27,000 people would still be elsewhere in the market watching what appeals to them, earning creators growth and revenue. Everyone else would also exist in the market, watching whatever else appeals to them. No additional people have come into existence in this arrangement. No additional exposure was created. All that has occurred is Hassan unethically stole a video to increase his market share, keeping 27,000 viewers away from other creators working hard to make things. Ostanox continuing to argue, the more of the live stream market Hassan takes by re-uploading other people's hard work, the better off everyone will be, is just another trickle-down argument. Alex Novell is not a millionaire living in a mansion. Hassan is. Alex Novell is releasing a video a month, getting 100,000 views. Not even minimum wage. Hassan is releasing a video a day, often for a day, live streaming all day, getting all the money from that as well and growth, and begging his peasants to upload his face on other people's videos on YouTube. The amount of re-uploads of other people's videos with Hassan in the corner can number half a dozen a day. It is almost like being one of Hassan's unpaid interns is not exactly better than being the one of the nexus of their collective labor. Hassan doesn't become smaller the more he reacts, he grows bigger. Where do the new viewers come from? And where else would they be? And where would they be otherwise? 
Is the content creator space improved even if we move to Osnok's ideal model, where success is not determined by hard work, but how much of your hard work you give to Hassan for free? Is cronyism Osnok's ideal world? But you can see why this will always be a struggle, chat. It's in the same way that all these scams are able to propagate. They see one person with money in their hand and they say that must be a good system. Look at that guy. He made $100,000 buying those NFTs, buying that crypto, working for that multi-level marketing scheme. And you explain to them, but the system underlying it must necessarily cause greater harm than benefit to those involved. And you go, ah, but I see that guy individually with 100 grand. I'm going to invest too. A long form argument explaining the unethical practices, the, the uh, detrimental market effect, the total effect on everyone as a whole will always be offset by just one guy being like, hey man, I, I, I thank for the $5. This is really great. This is a great system. I love it. It's why these dishonest people bring these people out in front of the crowd to get them to cheer. Remember that Big Connect guy? Big Connect! That's why they do it. Helps the scam last a little bit longer. Helps them reap more rewards. It is just, again, showcasing how garbage the discourse for online politics is. Where people on the left will legitimately just argue that the richer the rich become, the more it will trickle down and the better off everyone will be. And obviously the reason why Austinox picked a small creator is because obviously the effects would be more pronounced there. With Lemino, obviously most people would already know of it and potentially already watch it or get it recommended to them. And if you showed the analytics, you wouldn't even see an impact at all. And again, obviously, Hassan does not traditionally react to small content creators because A, he can't find them, and B, he is most interested in finding things that will enable him to um, take a greater portion of the Twitch market share. And so having the best content available at all times at his fingertips will obviously be very advantageous for that. I would like to see Austinox's argument as to how Twitch streamers benefit from having to compete with a monolith content curation machine that has access to the collective works instantly, perfectly re-uploaded of thousands, if tens of thousands of content creators. How is the average Twitch streamer trying to be entertaining meant to compete with that without themselves just re-uploading those videos, turning Twitch into little more than a YouTube watching machine? He won't address these things, of course, because it's a scam. He knows it's a scam. And there is, like most scams, there's nothing we can do about it. Complex systems that rob people blind that you can't explain with a single sentence are very hard to, to really get people to fight against. Worth being said that XQC reacting to your video is fully okay because it's about him, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, it contains him, his footage, and I'm talking about him. I mean, I, I say that in most of the videos. I mean, obviously there's there's limitations on that. Like if you're an extra in a fucking Star Wars movie, I don't think you should be able to rebroadcast that, but either they know and it's intellectual dishonesty or the level of mental gymnastics to validate the unethical behavior. There's no way that Austinox cannot see the parallels between Hassan's business model and just general arguments for the rich getting richer to help the poor. It's impossible. No one could be that dumb. Also, emotionally coerced, I suppose. It's his living he has to defend it. Exactly. And like, to be clear, I never expect him to respond to this stuff. That's not my goal. While I could say that the reason he doesn't respond is, is, is because he's a grifter like Hassan, which is certainly true. Obviously, even innocent people often don't respond to allegations. For example, Key White, uh, when people start, started first accusing him of um, engaging in uh, sexual assault and whatnot against that person, uh, he largely ignored it, believing that if he shed any light on it, it would um, uh, just make it blow up more, even though it was false. And But eventually it became so large um, that he did eventually respond to it and quash those rumors 
perfectly, right? It is obviously the case that an innocent person can have legitimate reasons, even as a large public figure, for not engaging with literally every criticism of their behavior. But in this case, obviously, Hassan and Ostinox know they're doing something wrong. There is no reason for him to lie so profusely and engage in the very same manipulation tactics that he, having some knowledge of politics and political discourse, would easily be able to recognize. If a streamer watched a video but didn't upload it on YouTube and enforced takedowns on Clippers, would that be different? Twitch being a much smaller platform than YouTube, the effect that watching a video on stream can have is obviously going to be smaller. But it doesn't make it better. It doesn't mean you're doing something creative. It doesn't mean you're making something interesting. It doesn't mean you're working hard. Obviously, on Twitch, one of the reasons why it is so top-heavy is because the people at the top can keep themselves live much longer than they would otherwise be able to because they can sit and watch YouTube videos. When people go offline, that necessitates that the viewers who still need entertainment will spread out amongst other Twitch streamers or go to other platforms, potentially YouTube, Twitch, TikTok or whatever, benefiting those creators. Like when XQC goes offline, especially back when he was at, at his peak, um, it would look like a raid to most other people on the platform. In my backend analytics, he'd be like, you got a 20 viewer raid from XQC. I was like, oh, I guess XQC went offline when I was live. There were some people whose entire business model was finding out when Hassan was going to be going offline and title their stream like, what was it like? Hassan refugees welcome or something. And so when he'd go offline, they would still need content. And so they would just go watch those other streamers. The reason why Hassan has prolonged his stream by so many hours every single day by, for, by watching YouTube videos is because he knows he can capture that market away from other streamers. Recommendations that would otherwise go to other streamers if he was offline, he takes them. Viewers that would otherwise necessarily have to find a greater variety of content creators to supply them with content so they can be fully entertained can just sit with him, farming him money and wealth, enabling him to get multi-million dollar Twitch contracts. As I say, there are ethical ways in which you can use other people's content, but sitting around watching it, giving your first impressions, pausing occasionally is not one of them. You don't know what's in the video. You don't know if you have anything to add. You will at times pause the video, talk about things that are gonna be addressed in the video anyway. You have done no research. You aren't transforming it into something else. You're not creating a new expression. You're not targeting a different audience. You are just sitting around watching YouTube videos as opposed to doing any work yourself. And unfortunately, in this world in which we exist in, it's a very profitable thing to do. No labor costs, unlimited talent, no work yourself, don't need to think of ideas, don't need to work hard. Multi-millionaire. That even leftists will defend. Because as we all know, the more mansions and Porsches that Hassan owns, the better off the world will be! So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.